There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Moving your body around and around. Okay, so I'm going to ask the question that we're asking this hour, but then I want to talk about something else for a minute while we're looking for the people that we want to talk to the, about the thing that we're talking about. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And that question we're asking this hour is what would you say is the most relaxing chore? 651 641 1071. What is the most relaxing chore that you do around the house? Okay. Um, and while you're thinking about that, and while you're dialing the phone, um, I want to just draw everybody's attention to the fact that we set a goal during the Colleen and Bradley show, um, a fundraising goal for our initiative uh, where we partner with Alight, My Talkers for Ukraine. We had set a goal for this during our show today to raise $63,000, meaning to get our full tally up to $63,000. We are currently just under $4,000 away from that goal. And we need your help because uh, every day we've met our goal and we've done it through your generosity. And today we're asking you uh, to help us out and uh, so we can reach that goal again. And it's not really just helping us out, Bradley. Who is it helping out? Of course, the people that are displaced by the war in Ukraine, literally uh, over a million people at this point have fled the country and were on the move. And of course, they're starting over and that requires um, money, effort and volunteering. And while you might not be able to uh, volunteer or, you know, head in that direction physically, you can certainly help those that are and specifically the rapid response team on the ground in Poland. I, I think there are more than one team, actually. There's more than one team um, on the ground. Your money, your contributions right now at mytalk1071.com will directly help them purchase things like food and diapers and sanitary items, blankets, all the things that those folks need as they cross the border. You've heard the stories as we tell them on the show. You'll continue to hear them. And by the way, you can head to the website, mytalk1071.com for, um, you know, listen to the previous interviews that uh, the different shows have done to hear exactly what it's been like for the people facing, um, you know, a harsh winter uh, um, amid the harshest of circumstances and forced to flee from everything they know. Yeah, absolutely. So please head over to mytalk1071.com. The keyword is Ukraine, but you can just as easily click from the very front page. You'll see it. You can't miss it. Um, and then a couple clicks, you're just a couple clicks away from uh, from a donation and helping us reach some goals so that we can continue to help our friends at Alight do the real work uh, at the border and, and really do 
do the work that we wish we could do. Um, and the way that we can make sure that that work gets done is simply to donate. Okay, 651-641-1071. What is the most relaxing chore? Why are we asking? Thank you for asking. Well, as you know, we are just uh, we are just sort of easing into springtime, slowly but surely. Um, by the way, uh, you're going to want to spring forward this Sunday. Don't forget. Um, but... Uh, a lot of times people engage in the age-old tradition of spring cleaning. And so I saw this survey from uh, one of those sites that just regurgitates surveys. And one of the things they said is that uh, the average person spends 237 hours a year cleaning. But cleaning isn't always, you know, like an arduous chore. There are things that you love to do. There are things that you find very relaxing. And I have, in fact, the top 10 relaxing chores. But I wanted to know from you. What is a relaxing chore? Well, I bet that if I start to tell you some of them, you'll think, oh, yeah, no, I do find that relaxing. Okay. 651-641-1071. What is the most relaxing chore? I bet you can guess what number one is because I bet that you find satisfaction from this very thing. Because most people do. Um, vacuuming? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. It's vacuuming. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. M- people find vacuuming to be the most relaxing chore. I think it's probably the repetitive motion and also mm, sure. the, like, you get immediate satisfaction because you see the floor getting cleaner and you see those nice, neat lines. Yeah. And it just makes you feel good inside. When I had an apartment full of carpet, I do remember the joy of a oh. freshly vacuumed carpet. There's nothing better. 651-641-1071. What is the most relaxing chore? Holly, who do we have on the line? Let's start with Deborah. Hello, Deborah. Deborah, what is the most relaxing chore? Ironing. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. You get great yeah. satisfaction right away. You can see your work and it's, you know, low impact. Yeah, it's true. I will tell you that that is number seven on the list. And also, Deborah, I bet you agree that in the winter, it keeps you a little bit warm because you have that nice warm iron there. It doesn't hurt. It's true. And that hot steam. Ooh, yes. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. those things that give you instant satisfaction. Thank you so much for your call. Ironing. ironing when was yeah, the last time you one. ironed? Well, I don't iron much uh, unless I, you know, am about to put on a suit. And I don't know if you met the world lately. I don't do that a lot anymore. But in my 20s, I did that all the time because I had to wear a suit for work. So I would iron and watch TV. Yeah. It's funny because I grew up in a home. My mom mom ironed. I mean, she ironed everything. Oh, yeah. As it came out of the dryer. She ironed it. My mom would iron T-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Sheets were ironed at my house. Um, And I don't, I'm not like that. I think that's a thing. That's a generational thing that we just don't do anymore. Because when, who, like, I used to iron shorts. Oh, gosh. T-shirts. Yeah. Not undies. No, no undies, no. but... No. Holly, who else do we have on the line? Let's go to Jerry. Hi, Jerry. Jerry, what's the most relaxing household chore? Pooping poop from the backyard. Dog poop. <laughs> oh, my God. You find... Like, do you wait, uh, as I often do, until the end of the snow melt to go out and pick up the bits? Oh, no. No, regularly. Oh, you're a far better person than I. Yep. 
I got to go. I'm in the gas line at Costco. It's my turn okay. finally after 40 minutes. Oh my Go goodness! Get that well, gas, have fun. Honey. Get that gas. I hope you got. Uh, I hope you got a good deal on it. Uh, who else do we have on the line, Holly? Oh, let's go to our first Mary. Okay, hello, Mary number one. Mary, uh, what is the most relaxing household chore? Well, I did put vacuuming. Yeah, that is number one. Put in a brand new hardwood floor, and I really like dust mopping. Oh, oh yeah, it's the same thing as vacuuming. Yeah, you get that Swiffer going, and uh, and life is good, right? Yep. But also, as it relates to the last caller, I'm a weekly pooper scooper. Oh, you got to stay every, on top of that stuff. Yeah, every week before garbage day goes out, I go out and, uh, yeah, pick up uh, the Golden Retriever's job. I was going to say, I bet you have a big dog. I do. Yeah, because I have a very small dog, and you, do. you can get away yeah. with waiting for the season to end <laughs> before yeah. you scoop the poop. <laughs> yeah, no, Mary, you can't do that. Yep, I get it. Thank you for your call, Mary. Um, it's like cleaning up a, a yard after Halloween, and a bunch of Tootsie Rolls just fell out of people's bags. That's oh, basically okay. what we're dealing with. Okay, but not as joyful. I no, mean, you would be excited if a bunch of Tootsie Rolls rained down on your true, yard. True, true. Different story. Holly, who's our last caller? Uh, second Mary? Second Mary. Hello, Second Mary. Mary, what is the most relaxing household Vacuuming chore? Vacuuming is on my list, but also mm-hmm. mowing the lawn. Love <laughs> the lines. And right? guess what? When you're mowing the lawn or picking up doggy poo, your little small kids, when they were small, they don't bug you. Oh, it's so true because it's loud and they don't want to be anywhere near it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And back to the ironing, my mother ironed everything, including her dollar bills. Oh, wow. Okay, that's next level. You know who else Um, did that? That woman who murdered that lady, Pam Hupp. She (laughs) ironed her money every night, too. She was a money ironer. I'm going to have to Google that. But, yep, it's all about the lines. I love it. Thank you for your call. All those, yeah, it's so true. Those things that give you the immediate satisfaction of, of, you know, lines or you see the progress as you're going through it. I was going to say for me, the most relaxing thing is washing dishes. I love the warm water. Mm. Oh, I could wash dishes. Okay, I don't want to say all day because that'll become my job. Feel but... free to come on over and uh, do some dishes. Mm-hmm. No, I'm good. I am Thanks. not a fan. I do like oh. to sweep the kitchen floor. That's It just feels clean after I mm-hmm. sweep the kitchen floor. I don't know. There's something satisfying about that. Holly, do you have a relaxing household chore? I do like the satisfaction of cleaning the oven. You know, cleaning uh, the oven top, getting all the little like bits and pieces oh, sure. out of there. And then it's like, oh, that's so clean for an hour. Yeah. Yeah, until I use it again. Oh, womp womp. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys, um, I did, uh, I did a relaxing household chore, and I read a Variety article about the Kardashians. That was a chore, Um, I bet. It was a chore. Uh, I did the heavy lifting. I'm going to tell you some takeaways when we come back after this on my talk 1071. All right, so I want to get you all up to date on what I learned by reading uh, a Variety profile on the Kardashians and their new show, The Kardashians, on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. But before I do that, um, we do have some big work to do. We have we've been doing a lot of big work, but we really have a lot of big work to do in the next forty minutes. Uh, and the work I'm talking about, Bradley, can you guess? 
Well, I assume you're referencing My Talkers for Ukraine, our mm-hmm. fund drive to help those displaced by the war in Ukraine. Exactly. So we had set a goal on the Colleen and Bradley show that we would like to get the fundraising up to $63,000. It was a lofty goal, um, but we've done it before. We've done it every day. In fact, this week, we've made that kind of a gain in our fundraising, and we are presently about $3,600 short of that goal. So we need your help. We need um, you, if you have said to yourself, boy, I really wish I could do something, um, as you've watched the images that are uh, coming out of Ukraine and um, seeing all the displaced people who are fleeing their country uh, for safety, um this is the way this is a way you can help and this is a very easy way to help um we're taking your donations and we are turning them into work with the help of our friends at alight bradley and you've worked really closely with alight so you know a lot about how they operate and the good that they do well they just the thing i love about alight is they do the doable that's a phrase that actually means something to the team at alight they just get busy doing stuff even when the overall situation seems insurmountable or too big. Like, what can I really do? We can't solve the problem. Why? Why? They just say, hey, people being affected by, in this case, war, what do you need to be safe and secure? Okay, we can help. And then they get busy helping. So every contribution you make to a light gets work done. Trust me when I say it's not going into some nefarious or broad, you know, like, pool of money and then just sits there for some administrative purpose. No, this money is going to end up and already has ended up uh, helping them purchase things like fuel, put up these uh, uh, welcoming centers, um, staging areas uh, at the border to keep people safe, secure, warm in the midst of this very cold winter as they're fleeing war and conflict. Uh, so please just head over to mytalk1071.com. You can click on, and you really can't miss it. It's right there on the front page. Otherwise, you can use the keyword Ukraine, and that'll get you to our GiveMN uh, link. So you can, a couple clicks, and you will be donating, and, and we will be thankful. Um, so here's the hard left. Let's talk about the Kardashians. Yay. Yay. Okay, so there was this big article, this big profile in Variety. And um, the headline drew me in, but also just the fact that it was Variety and not kind of a tabloid regurgitation of the Kardashians. Um, The headline, though, was what drew me in. Money always matters. The Kardashians tell all about their new reality TV reign. Okay, so we've been hearing about this new reality show for, oh my gosh, so long, because they inked a deal with Hulu, and uh, they shut down their reality show at E, and they were they're closing up shop and bringing the whole show over to Hulu. Um, we didn't know much about it, but we've had a slow rollout. But now we're learning a little bit more. Now, one of the things, one of the first things that we've learned about this show from this Variety article, they're going to launch two seasons all at the same time, 40, 40 episodes total. Oh, my God. Yes. 40 so you, episodes? Who yes. needs 40 episodes, you guys? Well, apparently they think we do. But I want to tell you, because oh. I know we're going to not have a whole lot of time, there are two very quick things that were very interesting to me about this. One is that they are all making the exact same amount of money, and it's it's a nine-figure salary for this. So each and every Kardashian, same exact salary. And it is remarkably, it's a lot, but it's remarkably low. And the reason why is because... Chris Jenner realized early on 
that their show is actually the thing that launches all of their other brands. Yeah, it's free so advertising. It, it doesn't Very matter. Cheap advertising. Yeah, it doesn't matter how much they make, although they make a lot because quote money always matters. Um, but this is all about getting you interested in all their other crap. Yeah. Oh, so, totally. You know, it's an infomercial choose. for all their different brands. Exactly. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and the Colleen and Bradley show, showing up and doing stuff since 2012. <laughs> Colleen true. Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi, Biachos. What's up? Hey, um, before we talk about those dumb people doing dumb things, do you are you feeling what I'm feeling? Yes. Generosity. Yes. Oh. Okay, no. All right. Well, so uh, we're giving something away. What are we giving away? Oh, all right, you 80s and 90s kids. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to New Kids on the Block, the mixtape mm. tour 2022 with Salt and Pecker. P- Peppa. <laughs> <laughs> salt and Pecker? Um, I, I, no. We're not doing that. Also, those two things don't go together, please. Thank you. Rick Astley. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying and enunciating. Of course. In Vogue, they're all coming mm-hmm. to the XL Energy Center June 14th, 2022. Now, I'm sure you... Salt and Pekka and Rick Astley? <laughs> together at last. Yes. Now, okay. if you want anything Speaking in the past 30 days, don't call me. But if you haven't, 651-641-1071. Caller number three, please. Congratulations to caller number three. All right. Now let's get to those crazy, stupid idiots. Idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of, as you just heard, crazy, stupid idiots. (laughs) Dumb people doing dumb things. Sometimes even smart people doing dumb things. Repeatedly, over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... other places like uh, Florida. Yes. Meet Kenneth Clark Carlisle. We'll just call him Ken. He's, he's how's it going there, Ken? Ken is a 64-year-old Pecker. Nope. 64-year-old Ken Clark Carlisle is a Florida man and he did something Florida-y lately uh, that will earn this story crazy stupidity at status. And in fact, um, will change your life forever, honestly. Oh, fun. Okay, I'm game. What did he do? We're going to Clearwater. Okay. And he approached his uh, neighbor's driveway and did something that will change your life forever. Would you like to guess what 64-year-old Kenneth Clark Carlisle did (gasps) upon arriving at his neighbor's driveway? I mean... I know that this will surprise some people that this is the first place my brain goes. Uh, did, was poo involved? You know, for once, you're absolutely right. Yes! No! Ew. Oh, I was waiting for a ding. Sorry. Wait, hold on. Um, he was busy giving away those salt and pecker tickets. How dare you? No, please don't make that noise for this story. Yes, um, but wait, there's more. So it's not just that Dudu was involved, okay? It was so much worse. Now, how would Dudu be involved when you arrive at your neighbor's driveway, do you think? Like, why would that be a part of the story? Um, I'm sorry, I need to clarify the question. Are you asking why he felt like the the urge to do do? 
Yes. Well, so okay. so you got that right. He he was the one doo-dooing. Oh, okay. So he doo-dooed because he was mad at his neighbor. Well, nobody really understands what's going on. Um, it's not just that he doo-dooed because that, I honestly, while many of our listeners are like, that sounds gross and nasty. That maybe isn't crazy stupid idiot status worthy at this point, right? Like we've done enough of those stories. Mm-hmm. You know, on crazy stupid idiots, you're going to need a next level experience, right? So yeah. it's not just the on the driveway. It's so much more. How about I tell you that he climbed atop a glass table on the victim's porch before proceeding to relieve himself of his the contents of his experience so yes also disgusting and weird so you look out your window and you see your neighbor on top of a glass table relieving himself but wait there's more that's not it the family was eating at the time at the (laughs) table (laughs) okay no that would be shocking according to okay Stop, Holly, before she gets a shut off the air. Uh, No, according to police, Mr. Carlisle climbed atop the neighbor's uh, glass table on their porch, went to the bathroom in broad daylight, and completely naked. Oh, wow. Wow. Now, I imagine you have questions, right? Like, why does a naked man climb atop his neighbor's table and, you know... I mean, for starters, yes, that was one of my questions. (laughs) Well, we don't know. Cops say that uh, he was captured relieving himself in broad daylight on two separate angles of the victim's home security cameras. Um, When officers later arrived, because, of course, the victim saw this on their security footage. Can you imagine what you would do when you're like, you get the ring notification? No. And you're like, oh, something's going on. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was a ring notification. (laughs) (laughs) No, so thank you. officers arrived at the Clearwater crime scene and spoke to Mr. Carlisle through the door of his RV camper, where he was still, quote, visibly naked and highly uncooperative. Okay, question. Were <sighs> drugs involved? Uh, I don't know. I, n- nobody is aware of why this actually happened. I will say that this criminal mischief is going to cost him $250, and he is currently behind bars because he is already facing several criminal charges from a previous incident wherein he was busted for drunk driving, discharging multiple firearms into a Um, lake, and more. Okay, so what you're telling me is this is a guy that's got some issues. He just wants some attention from the law enforcement uh, area of the world. Also, if someone relieves themselves (laughs) on my family table, I want them to have to pay more than $250. I want them to replace the table, etc. Oh, and that's just the that's just the $250 fine. So they'll have to go after him in like Judge Judy court if they want to get money back for their Judge Judy court. (laughs) Okay. Yes. No, that's, you're absolutely right. Judge Whopper. <laughs> okay. Would you like to know who my crazy, stupid idiot is? Please and thank you. We are going to Walmart in Pennsylvania. Okay. Excuse me. And we're going to meet uh, a guy, Travis Dixon. He's a 45-year-old man. 
and he found a lost wallet in a shopping cart at the Walmart. Okay. Now, let me ask you a question, and I know yep. you know the correct answer to this. If you found a lost wallet in a shopping cart anywhere, what would you do with it? Uh, I would take it to Lost and Found or whatever right. the equivalent is at a Walmart. I don't know. Well, um, Mr. Dixon did not do that. First, he took out the $800 in the wallet. Oh. Yeah. And um, then he turned it in. Okay. So he took the money. Why would you even go so far as to turn it in, knowing full well that people are going to be like, well, there was $800 in here. And guess what happened? The woman who came to claim the wallet was like, hey, there was $800 in this. Now, what do you think Travis Dixon forgot? That he's on camera at Walmart. Ah, yes. And they were like, oh, yeah, this guy brought it back. And, oh, okay, no. We, and they looked at the camera, and there he was. He took the money. Turns out when they found him to arrest him, he also had $800. drugs, drugs oh, on his person. Oh, oh he'd already so now spent he's it facing all kinds of charges Mm. yeah so you know what just turn it in be a good person yeah i just i uh, would not even you'll be fine i can't even imagine taking money and then turning the wallet in like i feel like if you're most people are just going to be like i didn't find no wallet exactly and then they would just i'm not saying most people i'm just saying most people who would steal the money would probably not then turn it in that's a crazy, stupid idiot advice. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Where are yeah. we going next, trainer? Well, we're going to Bay City, Michigan, in a place called Omer or Omer. I don't know how they pronounce it over in Michigan, but that's where we're going. And I want to tell you about a guy who's accused of, well, threatening to steal a U.S. Coast Guard helicopter. Wow. Mm. That's intense. Wow, that's big. But it's why he threatened to steal that uh, a helicopter that earned him crazy stupidity at status. Do you want to guess? Why would a person want to steal a Coast Guard helicopter? Um, I don't to go on volcano tours. Oh, but not in Michigan. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, it might take you know, a while. The popular, but <laughs> you know, the popular volcanoes of Michigan. Yeah, Mount uh, uh, Vesuvius. Oh so, and... no! So that's not why. No, Jesse T. McFadden, 71 years young, on the morning of Monday, March 7th, appeared before Bay County Circuit Judge Joseph K. Sheeran. Why? Because he stole or attempted, threatened, excuse me, to steal a U.S. Coast Guard helicopter. I can't even believe I'm going to read these words. As a plan to attack a hospital and release those being treated for COVID-19. What? What? I don't even understand. He thought, uh, apparently, he called dispatch in some other county to say he was coming to... Oh, it gets dark. He was going to shoot some stuff and... Oh, my gosh. uh, And do some things and quarantine some people for quarantining other people. But at the end of the day, it was because he wanted to free those at the hospital who had COVID. I'm assuming he thought like they were being held against their will. I don't think that's usually the case, though, when no, you're in the no, hospital no. for 
an illness. So No, usually you're there because you're being treated. Yeah. Well, he, he, uh, well, he, you know, had, he had a different idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, that wasn't, that didn't work. So anyway, um, moral of the story is if you want to free a bunch of patients from a hospital, don't go threatening to steal a Coast Guard helicopter Mm-mm. because the Coast Guard will then get evolved and it won't be good and you're not yeah. going to end up any place good. And then somebody's going to need to break you out of wherever you are and that's probably a federal penitentiary. Yeah. Exactly. And by the way, they're not doing that, so you're going to be stuck there for a while. Bye. Oof, bye. Hey, uh, before we move on and get ready to play our game, the Throwback Live, I want to remind everybody we've bye. got some work to do. We've got about $2,900 to raise in all of less than 20 minutes we can Uh, do it we can do it let's go to mytalk1071.com click on my talkers for ukraine or use keyword ukraine uh and get donating uh because uh we need your help they need your help our friends at alight need your help when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we are going to play that game the throwback bye after this